Hi, this is John. Hi, this is Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. Give Jenny Kent $600, she'll direct the Babadook. Star Dwayne Johnson in Pretty Woman, and you know it wouldn't last. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us. As you know, the Minute Podcast is where John and I get together every week to look at a random minute of media of some kind. Maybe it's a TV show minute that someone sent us or a minute of a movie, and we just try to understand what's happening and come to our own conclusions about what we're seeing. Uh, John, what are we looking at today? So today we're looking at a uh, listener-submitted Video, uh, a minute of uh, Hardy versus Hardy, the final deletion, full video as seen on Impact Wrestling. Uh, and uh, so this video is submitted by Davida, and uh, yeah, he's, he's a buddy over at the Duckfeed Network. All right, well, big thanks out to Davida. Uh, just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Wack Meldon, my neighbor Meldon, who sells used underwear on Craigslist. I don't care if it makes it softer, Meldon. I'm not going to buy your used underwear. That's pretty whack. Visit craigslist.com slash Meldon for more information. So what I want to get into first is, like, what is our current level of understanding about uh, Hardy versus Hardy, the final deletion? Uh like what are what is it how how familiar are we with watching this um i personally have uh never uh seen any impact wrestling i assume that's what this is uh and uh i know nothing about i assume the hardy brothers could be that they're brothers i mean we'll we'll get into that but i know exactly (laughs) as little as you do john for all we know this is not actually about wrestling and we'll come to our own conclusions over the course of this minute yes exactly We'll, we'll figure this out uh, all right. So well, yeah. just to, sorry, just to set the scene a little bit for what we're going to look at then uh, today, it opens with our protagonist, who I'm going to refer to as Brother Nero Gages Hardy, uh, sitting in his lakefront property, slow jamming on his acoustic guitar when he's disturbed by a drone outside of his window. Um, and as as we usually start on this podcast, John, I thought we might start with a reading of the script. Of course, of course, after you. Uh, I believe I'm going to be playing Space Hardy, the, uh, I assume, antagonist. We'll get into that. And, mm-hmm. uh, Paul, you're cast as Brother Nero Gage's Hardy. Uh, now, uh, we'll get into, like, maybe the names a little bit later. They're they're wonderful. I, I love this, this script, Paul. And thank you. Oh, Go. it does start with me, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, <Okay. laughs> it does. <laughs> Begin scene. Begin scene. What the hell's going on? Ding Ding dong. dong. (laughs) Brother Nero. Brother Nero. Drone smacking noises. (laughs) Ha. Ha. Brother Nero, I see you've met my fleet of aerial assault robots. You're now speaking to Vanguard One. Tonight, I command you to meet me at the property line. Tonight is our final battle. It will determine who holds the right of the Hardy name, who controls the Hardy brand, who is the sole proprietor of the Hardy Empire. And end scene. Really, it's quite a minute. I know we condensed it a little bit for the reading, but there was a, a lot of empty space. 
yeah. in that minute. But still, so much happening. Yeah, there was there was quite a bit happening. In fact, um, I feel like our reading for this one is going to require a little bit of a uh, a little bit more more uh, context because uh, the entire time that your character, brother Nero, uh, or I assume one of the Hardy brothers, uh, is uh, you know sitting on the couch, a, a, a fleet of drones, otherwise known as the uh, aerial assault robots um they they fly in and they're like surrounding him at some given point in time and when when you're in during the slow-mo drone smacking sequence so to speak <laughs> uh your character uh the uh nero gauges hardy he hmm. is he's smacking robots with the guitar he was he was playing on earlier in the scene which is which is kind of amazing maybe we can we can quickly explain why these are the names that uh we came up with brother nero gauges hardy is referred to as brother nero by the sort of evil robot man uh and we (laughs) added the the middle name gauges because he has fairly large uh gauges in his ears in addition to some tattoos some amazing facial hair he looks like like quite a guy now i i don't want to do this on air paul i feel guilty about this but i do oh, need to oh, correct no. you he is not he's not a robot man uh okay, okay. space hardy is in fact a projection uh, a holographic projection uh of i assume someone from another another area or possibly the future i mean it is I hologram. See. uh no. like this is very much like a uh like a, a Leia, Princess Leia coming and like <laughs> threatening Luke that she's going to come and beat him Challenge up. him to a showdown at the property line, which at the property which, line, which, which, which we'll get to. Let, let's take it through, uh, through step by step. The, the first thing that I saw is that as brother Nero sitting in his, um, in his living room is, I noticed he, he owns a lakefront house. That That's pretty nice. It looks like a nice house, whatever he's doing in this movie or TV show or WrestleMania clip, hard to say. Uh, he seems to be doing pretty well. I mean, they are arguing over the rights to the Hardy name and who owns the Hardy brand and proprietor of the Hardy Empire. Is, mm. What's the name of you know that guy who does like all the sort of like tiki like uh, Sailor Joe like uh, uh, you know like tattoo stuff that's on like. Uh, t-shirts and uh leather jackets Ooh, is that ed hardy ed hardy do you think this is this is the the uh, um, you know inheritors I'm of the hardy the hardy empire the i was gonna say i'm assuming that ed hardy is long dead in whatever future we're living in uh, <laughs> I mean, so m- maybe these are his sons fighting over the estate it's really it's impossible to say but we'll sad. pretend it's that sad we know. to see yeah. that the hardy empire has come to this point where you know the the heirs to the great fashion label must battle over you know flaming tiger jackets maybe that's what it is well let's uh let's get through it a little bit so um just to explain the script a little because it's a little difficult to follow for someone who has not seen this this excellent minute of footage yes Uh, it's it starts off with brother nero sitting on his couch when he is disturbed to see a a drone outside of his door or rather outside of his back door uh, so he, you know, he gets up and he looks to see, and then suddenly the same drone rings his front doorbell. Did you notice that? Uh, no, I did not notice. I, now the, that I'm thinking about it, the absurdity of a drone ringing a doorbell and then opening the say. door. Oh my god, I didn't even so not, think about that. Yeah. So not not only is it the same drone that was in the backyard is simultaneously as he's looking at it ringing the front doorbell, but 
the drones ringing a front doorbell. I mean, that's amazing. That's great technology. That, that is great technology. That's actually leads me to think it's the future. I don't probably. know why I'm more amazed by that than like the idea that one of the brothers was able to project their their visage into the living room, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the drone doorbell ring is kind of terrifying. I'm also now thinking about like Amazon dropping off your packages, but they'll only drop it off if you like answer the doorbell for the drone. Well, well, that's actually what I was thinking. Is this is probably taking about ten taking place about ten years in the future because he's not surprised to see the drone in his backyard. I mean, he's surprised, but not that surprised when he opens the front door though and sees the same drone. He's not surprised at all. No. So maybe he's living in a future where everything's delivered by drone. To me, that sounds like it's 10 years in the future. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I welcome our new Amazonian overlords. <laughs> um, I, I so, That makes absolute sense. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, there's holograms, which I assume, you know, once it trickles down from like, you know, Tupac, uh, to Tupac, us. Tupac to us, yep. uh, you know, that that'll that technology will be readily available. I'm mm-hmm. also kind of wondering if this is like the, uh, you know, the 2030s equivalent of like an email invite. Like, is this like an evite, like telegram, like like drone? Oh, telegram? interesting. Uh, yeah. Like, is this like a universal service that Amazon is now requiring us to use uh, to invite any, us into any sort of event? And uh, that's really the sort of like post-apocalyptic world that we're envisioning is that just that we, we have to use drones to communicate. Well, I mean, it, it does provide the opportunity for a lot of showmanship, as we saw. But but before we get into that, um, did you notice that when, when he opens the door, the drone is hovering above a riding mower right out of, right outside of his front door? No. <laughs> Do you think it the drone which, rode the mower there? You know, I, I don't think so. But what I think <laughs> okay, it means is that God. this guy probably just takes his riding mower everywhere. Like, That's, I don't think he has a driver's oh, license. Maybe he's had too many DUIs, and oh, instead he just, he's, he's that like guy. that co- college girl with her pink Barbie yeah. mobile. Instead, it's him with his riding mower. He's that guy in the neighborhood, the one that drives the lawnmower down to the to the McDonald's. Well, I think Arby's. he might be. Yeah. And that's it's like, an Arby's, let's be real. Yeah, and he does that, you know, twice a day for every meal. <laughs> then again, he looks pretty ripped. I mean... He does. He, he has quite the appearance. I would not like to see him at the property line. No. Or maybe I would. Who's to say? But before we get to the property line, um, I think I noticed a pretty big plot hole in the footage here, John. Okay. When when um, Brother Nero's distracted at his front door, I'm pretty sure six drones came in through his back door. Did you count by chance? Uh, I did not count. I thought it was maybe four drones, but I'm I, pretty sure it was I could six. be wrong. Okay, so let, let's say it was six, right? Okay. There's two plot holes here. First, his back door was not open before. No. So it was closed. The drones, so, the drones although, opened Although, to be fair, if they can ring a doorbell, maybe they can uh, open a back door. I don't know. I mean, is it one of those, like, back doors that are just, like, basically a tiny little, like, thumb thing that you just, like, rest your thumb on and then the back door just swings open? It could be. Yeah, those those don't seem safe. No, they, they really don't. They're not, uh, but, they're not drone safe, at least. <laughs> but plot hole number two, following up on that, is in the following scene, he he's smashing drones with a guitar, which yes. is pretty cool. But I'm pretty sure Rad. he smashes seven drones. He smashes seven drones? Wow, I don't... I didn't even think about counting that much. Uh, John, I you, thought, have, you have to count your drones. I mean, that's like I basic was, stuff. I was thinking more like... I don't know why, but I thought this entire scene only involved four drones. <laughs> I guess it's movie magic. They thought mm. I, they made me think there were less drones than there were. 
that were Maybe, actually were in the scene. It's hard to say. It was a slow-mo mashup of drone smashing. But w- what did you think about the effects of the uh, drone smashery? I thought I thought it was pretty pretty cool. I mean, it definitely looked like a guitar, an acoustic hollow body guitar, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Uh, sma- smashing smashing into several drones that that I assume his brother picked up at at the local Radio Shack. <laughs> they did kind of look like Radio Shack drones, they, yeah. They, they, they I don't think they have any kind of projection system that could show a Tupac concert. No, at no. least not the ones at my Radio Shack. Certainly not. No. Uh, although they do look expensive as hell. Like, these these drones are easily, like, 120 bucks a pop, right? So that's, I like... Mean, they'd have to be. I mean, yeah. times seven plus Tupac technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a Samsung Galaxy taped to the top of it. <laughs> well, well, we've gotten to the core of this is that these brothers are incredibly wealthy and have more than enough money mm-hmm. to share between them. I'm not really sure that this is... <laughs> we really need to argue... Like, why do we need to meet up and, uh, you know, at the property line? Where the you know, I mean, that's that, that's not clear. But again, before we get to the property line, just to speak to the opulence of this house, did you notice the amount of pop art that oh, Brother Nero had in his living I, room? I did notice the art. The art is ridiculous. It, it makes me feel like this is obviously like a prop house because mm. all of the art felt very uh, sort of unoffensive generic art that you'd use to maybe sell a house do you think that there may be do you think uh brother uh gages uh nero gages hardy <laughs> is possibly is he um not a grifter what is it uh do you think he's like squatting at this, you like, know, sale property? He, he, he really he might be squatting what it seemed like to me a little more was that he was buying this art from like discount starbucks's yeah. You know, because oh, it seemed like, like really off brand pop art, which, you know, to me, it's like good for him. He's supporting local artists. But on the other hand, he's a he's a hardy. He can afford, you know, slightly better. Pop. Or maybe he drew it himself. I really don't know. Oh, that's that's true. I do like the idea that one brother is like the techno mage and the other one is like <laughs> the heart, the, the, you know, heartfelt artist just sitting I mean, in maybe. his living room strumming on the guitar creating like soulless pop art maybe not, that's what it is not that all uh, but, pop but, art is soulless i don't want any letters i do want some letters you can send them to the minute podcast at gmail.com or you can email them to somebody somebody um somebody else it doesn't matter who the thing that we should really talk about though john is um the fact that he is challenged to some sort of showdown with I, I guess his brother, they're both Hardys, they could be cousins, um, but at, they, at they the property both, line. They both look like they have very thick necks, so True. they're obviously, like, genetically linked there in some way, mm-hmm. and and their hair is also both styled in, like, sort of greasy, girthy neck length. Don't say girthy, but <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that's definitely true. So I, I see three possible scenarios here. Okay. Okay. The first is that they're actually the same guy okay. and he's staging some sort of wrestling training exercise for himself where he has to defend himself against these robot attackers. So you're proposing like, are you proposing like uh, the uh, parent trap <laughs> of wrestling where like he's going to like wrestle a CG stand in and then like wrestle a CG stand in of himself? I mean, we, we we could only be so lucky. <laughs> I mean, then 
then I want to see more of this. I mean, we'll get into that later, but I, like that would sell me on it, like some sort of Olsen twins shenanigans or something. I mean, yeah, that, I, I'd watch that, but that's only option one of three. Okay. The one second three. thing that I think is this could actually be a sitcom starring two wealthy neighbors who are also brothers ah. who have some sort of property dispute. You know, one of them's the artist, like you said, one of them's the, I don't know, did you say techno mage who's controlling these drones? Yeah. So uh, like and, one is like the Tim, the Toolman Taylor and the other one's the heartfelt and feeling Wilson, right? I mean, that's not inaccurate. Yeah, that could be what's happening. Yeah. Or maybe it's some sort of cosmic showdown between your classic protagonist and antagonist. Uh, the protagonist being called to duty away from his artistic endeavors to really, I'm guessing, open a can of whoop ass just looking at him. <laughs> it's true. He does seem capable of opening a can of whoop ass in ways yeah. that we could only dream, Paul. <laughs> Oh, I, I can dream. It's certainly true. Yeah. So, uh, John, which of the three do you think is most likely? I, f- I feel like I like the parent trap situation more, like where he's like challenging himself, but as another character, like like he hasn't figured out his wrestling persona, if this is wrestling, Ooh, yeah. but he hasn't figured out his wrestling persona yet. So he doesn't know if he's like a hero or a heel. So so he's just like playing both. He's like, fuck it, you know. I, I get, I'm, I've got range. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas of the wrestling world. John, that is a sentence that no one's ever said before. <laughs> I mean, that that was beautiful. I, I was just, I was trying to think of someone who had range. <laughs> <laughs> and you went straight to Jonathan Taylor. Th- you know what? That that's okay. That, no, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the tool time is still strong in my mind. No, that, that, that's fair. That's fair. I remember my childhood. Uh, so, so the question then for me really comes back to: Can we recommend whatever the hell this was to our listener at home? So i I personally, I personally mm-hmm. would love to know where the hell this goes mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I think what we haven't been able to necessarily express is just how quickly. He, I mean, this is all taking place in a minute. This all is without any context. Like, we start the YouTube video at the 2 minute and 38 second mark, right? Hmm. And yep. uh, we watch it until the 2 minute and 40, uh, 48 second mark. Or wait, is it 2 minute... It's 2 minute 38, yeah. And uh, and we just get, you know, our eyeballs get, like, uh, you know, this fil- full of weird <laughs> pop art, robot mm-hmm. smashing holograms and words that I barely even can conceive of just pouring out of these two girthy guys. Sorry, Paul, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to <laughs> Hashtag be two girthy guys continue. Two girthy guys, yeah. Uh, oh, God, we got to get that URL if that's not already taken. Um, no. Yeah, that's our that's our other podcast, Two Girthy Guys. It's, it's really not. Continue. No, no. okay. Um, <laughs> Paul, it's gold. Anyway, so, oh. yeah. And I also I also feel like, you know, from the, the YouTube watching experience, we can say that, like, all around it seems to be wrestling memorabilia stuff. And true. There seems to be a resurgence in wrestling in like the media and stuff. I mean, right now this week, like fire pro wrestling was released or something. It's like a crazy Japanese wrestling game that everyone's talking about. Uh, I've heard a lot about like, I don't know. It's WWE still. I don't know. I hear about wrestling all the time for some reason now. And I feel like it's more than even Mm. when I was a kid when wrestling was like, the window of opportunity for me getting into wrestling was 
pretty much at its peak. No, that's certainly true. And he, and I don't know if I can recommend it or not, John. I mean, I, I respect your opinion here, no, but it's fine. F- to me, the, the real question is, which of the scenarios is this? If it's a sitcom between two lakefront property owners with a property <laughs> dispute, they just happen to be brothers. I'd watch that. Um, I mean, if it I, continues I like- to involve this level of like guitar smashery. That's pretty cool. I didn't think about the fact that like maybe the guitar is like a signature. It might be. It could be his signature move. We don't know anything about is he like these people. A I mean, lone man with a gun, only instead of a gun, it's just like several hollow body guitars that he smashes over people's heads or something. It, it's possible. The And the only way to find out is for the listener at home to get in touch with us because uh we we don't do follow-ups as far as i know <laughs> no well so far we haven't 100 percent no follow-ups i mean young pope <laughs> young pope I'm minute had no never gonna follow-up. watch that show unless like you know clockwork orange scenario happens which is always a possibility uh, any last minute items then john it seems like we've so, we've done this minute justice and it, it did us justice as well i had a great time i i would like to just propose another like fourth scenario is this the fourth scenario mm, yes maybe, please do maybe they're hardy versus hardy maybe they each own like a hardy's brand restaurant in the area oh my god maybe oh, why did i not think of this earlier because wow. i feel like i feel like if it's two like hardy's owners and maybe the guitar guys like the up-and-comer like the the new guy in town and the mm-hmm. old, the older guy, the other guy is like, "Hey, you don't know how things are done here. You got to come see me about shitty burgers." <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I actually have no idea what's at a Hardee's. I, I pretty I, much. I know. think it's mostly shitty roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> I, but know, I know as similar. much about Hardee's as I do about Hardy versus Hardy. <laughs> and this is the Hardy minute. The Hardee's minute. I know that Hardy. Not not brought to you by Hardee's. No, clearly, no, never. Not at no. I feel like okay. I feel like we'd be brought to you by Arby's before Hardee's. Uh, I don't even want to go down that road either. But, John, I, I love your fourth scenario. Okay. I really hope that's what it is. And maybe someone can let us know because I'm I'd like to watch the rest of it, but I probably won't. No, I I, I probably won't either. Just because uh, I got glow to watch. I'm definitely watching glow. Oh, that's the other wrestling thing. Glow. That's fantastic. Go watch glow. I have to look into glow and listener at home. You also should. Yeah, it's good. Watch glow. All right. Well, um, thanks, John. I'd like to say a few things first that the listener at home can reach us at the minute podcast at gmail.com or follow us on the way home from work. This episode was hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward with theme music by Paul Reberg. And a big thank you to Davida for being our first supplier of an audience recommended minute. And what a minute it was. Yes, it was, it was a good choice with Davida. Thank you very much. Absolutely was. And we will uh, be back next week for another minute, uh, but we don't know what it is yet. So you have to tune in to find out. Yep. See you then. See you then. Bye. Bye. Holy crap. You made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast. <laughs>